Welcome to Evolve, Mastery for Leading a New World, with CEO and award-winning author, Yvette Bethel. This podcast is dedicated to supporting leaders with a variety of solutions to build trust, inspire authentic change, and improve morale within your organization. Learn how to grow your people, build your culture, and transform your results. I am Yvette Bethel, and thank you for tuning in to Evolve, Mastery for Leading a New World. Now, when office politics prevail in a work environment, trust levels are usually low. This is because office politicians are perceived as willing to do whatever it takes to get what they want. And this can include deception, threats, attack, and a myriad of other undesirable activities. Office politicians are perceived as having no qualms about taking aggressive steps to achieve their personal goals. They are willing to sacrifice relationships in order to achieve this, using competitive tactics that divide instead of unite. When divisive action is taken by office politicians, they are taking deliberate action to erode trust in those they consider their competitors or even potential competitors. Office politicians divide by casting aspersions, promoting persons who are incompetent, or even persons who are loyal to them. Whatever the tactic, divisive action leads to and sustains low trust levels because there are at least two groups that exist in the midst of a divided team. The ones who possess power and know it, and the ones who possess power and they don't know it yet. While you can trust persons to be or do almost anything, trust in a freedom culture is a consequence of consistent, integrity-based behavior. It is evidenced when what you say as a leader aligns with what you do. Trusting environments are characterized by freedom to speak up when there are dissenting views and doing this in a way that is mutually respectful. When there is trust, your co-workers feel valued, and this is because you are not allowing egos to disfigure attempts to build a healthy culture. The trust code is a standard code of behavior motivated by the desire to build healthy relationships at work. There are six tips managers and executives can use to set the stage for a climate of trust. The first tip for you is competence. Now, when I suggest competence, I am referring to technical and behavioral competencies. From a technical standpoint, when a leader is not familiar with the technical aspects of her role, it is really clear to her coworkers that this is the case. How can employees trust someone who does not even understand her own job description? In many organizations, it's not expected the leader should be intimately aware of all the duties of each role within the department, but the leader should be competent enough to know the inner workings of their department and how different roles are interdependent upon each other, both within and outside the department. When leaders are emotionally incompetent, they tend to expose workers to outbursts. They may make substandard decisions that are influenced by this emotion, and they can blame. Some of them even accept credit for work done by others. 
Their lack of emotional self-awareness leads to fear and even disgust within their teams. And fear and disgust are directly linked to the disintegration of trust. My second tip for you is consistency. Consistence lends itself to predictability, and predictability can be a trust-building tool or one that demolishes trust. On one hand, when persons are predictably moody or unwilling or unable to discern their own inappropriate behaviors, trust is weakened. When predictability is associated with providing fair recognition and appreciation, offering equitable treatment, and making decisions that carefully weigh alternatives, this form of consistence is more likely to build trust. Next is integrity. Integrity can have different meanings. It can refer to walking your talk. It can refer to honesty and credibility. Integrity can also be associated with your capacity to operate in a way that is perceived by others as confidential. No one can trust their delicate personal information with someone they perceive to be indiscreet. This is because reckless transmission of private personal information can make persons vulnerable to attack or other workplace atrocities. Empathy is my next suggestion for you, and empathy refers to your ability to connect with others. When trust building is your goal, your ability to connect is heart-centered and non-judgmental. It refers to your ability to experience what others experience. It helps persons who use it to aim for the good of the team and to build valuable communication skills that cause coworkers to feel listened to and cared about. Empathy can be merciful or it can be tough. It has nothing to do with being a pushover because being a pushover is a suboptimal behavior driven by fear. Empathy, on the other hand, is both an empowered and empowering behavior when it's used to serve the team. Persons who are empathetic can go in at least two different directions. There are those, as we mentioned before, who use their ability to connect with others to destabilize. They manipulate situations with one objective in mind, to diminish those who are considered to be their competitors. This is not an uplifting exercise and therefore has no place in a strategy for creating trust. Alternatively, Empathy can deepen connections, build healthy commitment, and trust. Empathy can also be defined as the ability to care about others as much as you care about yourself. When empathy is coupled with team building, you are able to shift your perspective from self-preservation and self-promotion to team preservation and promotion. My next tip for you is transparency. This refers to your ability to share the right information at the right time. As a leader, you know that sharing confidential information can do more damage than good, so you understand what you can say without hurting or defaming others. Also, depending on your jurisdiction, the law can be very clear about what can be shared and what cannot. In organizations where transparency exists, Information is carefully formulated into messages suitable for all levels within that institution. Time is taken to develop internal communication strategies to ensure messages are effectively disseminated. This not only means ensuring a well-crafted, credible message, 
It also means sharing the same information over and over and over again. My sixth tip for you is to use your power responsibly. As a leader, this means you should not abuse your power. You should understand it and harness it in a way that builds the entire team. Whether it's expert power, relationship power, blocking power, position power, or any other type of power, it should be used for the good of the team, not your personal agenda. When it comes to power, despite the knowledge of how to treat coworkers appropriately, persons tend to replicate the power dynamics they know. It appears to be an unconscious habit that is based on perpetual reinforcement of the ideas that competition, division, and separation are necessary. It takes time to challenge and modify this mindset. These tips are designed to help you to build a code of trust. Like the code of silence, where silence is used to protect a secret, the code of trust is a collection of behaviors that protect and sustain trust. Unlike the code of silence, the code of trust is based on transparency and serving the greater good. That's it for now with this podcast. I want to personally thank you for joining me and look forward to speaking with you next time. Thanks for listening to Evolve, Mastery for Leading a New World. Visit YvetteBethel.com to learn more about Yvette's leadership programs and to download her free gift, Success Tips for Igniting Your Career.